You are listening to the Pork Pals Podcast with Peter, Donna Marie and Maeve. Let's go fishing for gossip, people. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this oh, week's episode of the Pork Pals Podcast. Uh, Donna Marie, who never wants to do the intro, Point Blank refuses to do the intro, decides to infringe on my intro. Good evening, Donna Marie. Good evening. I was just annoying you there. I was like, you know, he's going to stop this and start giving out to me now and start re-recording. But go on, you roll. No, 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 no. We're, we're light-hearted this week here at the Park Pals podcast. And I'm I'm very light and fluffy this week. So, no, no re-recording. Like a meringue, you're so fluffy. <laughs> <laughs> And you will be able to tell from Maeve's dulcet tones that she is back with us this week. Welcome back, Maeve. Thanks very much. It's good to be back. Good to be back. You were over your little bout of illness. He said you were sick last week and I said I didn't believe it. I thought you were hungover. Oh, I fucking wish I was. No, I came out with a fucking splitting headache because we've got a new system in work and I have to squint the already blind eyes to see anything. Yeah. She can't expect everything. It's just funny because maybe it's the work for Specsavers for the listeners that aren't in the know. Anyway, speaking of in the know, let's move on to this week's Below Deck Mediterranean. Vile Kyle did not get the boot. Here, what is the, can we just stop for a moment before we talk about the episode? What is the story but what Vile Kyle put out on his Instagram and signed off as him from Natalia and himself. Do we believe it? Because she did not share it to her profile. No, Toomey screenshot it and put it up on uh, Twitter, being like, I can't believe this now after everything that happened. But like... Okay, can somebody, catch me, can somebody catch me up here? Because as okay. you know, I'm usually way behind on the social media stuff unless I'm forced oh. to take charge of it. <laughs> Kyle put up a photograph of him, Natalia, that's like a year old, and put up this big spiel about how the two of them had made friends, moved past it, boat learned, yada, 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 and then wrote, signed it off, Nat and Kyle, kiss, kiss, kiss. But she didn't share it to her profile. Now, surely if the two of them had come together and decided to be friends again and put out a little joint statement, she would have it on her social media as well as him. And... She didn't. Now, listen, I flat out messaged her and fucking asked her straight out. Is this just Vile Kyle being Vile Kyle or, you know, is Did this we get a response? I don't I don't think so, because I don't I haven't checked me thing in a while, but I have no. Um, I have no I problem. have two questions on this. Two simple, very simple questions. Number one, did Kyle tag Natalia in no. said post? No. And number two, are they back following each other on Instagram? Well, I don't know because um, good questions. we're blocked. So you'll have to check Natalia's page. So let's see. I am looking to see if we got a response from Natalia. But it does seem a little strange. I don't see, I'm not 100% sure I see a way back. Um, I saw a way back for the two of them. I'm not a hundred percent sure that. Even if they yeah, did, I don't believe anything that comes out of this. Let's be yeah. sure. Let's be clear. 
surely she would have shared it as well. So the fact that she didn't kind of made me go, hang on a minute. Is this him just looking for more drama? I don't know. He's not, I don't think he's right. I really no, don't. he's definitely unhinged on that episode. Like, listen, just, just really is into it. He's in there with uh, Captain Sandy looking like a little meek fucking mouse in the corner. And then fast forward 24 hours, he's at a dinner table gunning for fucking Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's let's talk about that for a second. Because this was way, way out of order. This was way out of order. Like, okay, Jack wasn't talking to him because Jack is pissed off at him. Like, take the fucking hint. Either go in like a man and sort it out with Jack. Say, look, Jack, I am. A, I know you have a problem with me. Can we just trash this out so we can get through the rest of the season? Yeah. 100%. Instead, he waits, gets his little Dutch courage into him, and then starts mounting at the dinner table like a little bitch that he always is. Jack is Even right. Jack had kind of said, you know, like Lily kind of said it to him, and Jack was kind of like, oh, no, 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 no. As if, like, oh, we won't talk about it. Like, but he still went in on Jack. Like, and I'm like, wow, he's learned nothing. And then the fact that Lily was so quick with a fucking clap back, it was like she's been there all along. She knew everything. <laughs> well, look. You're talking about somebody who's worked. She may not have worked on boats, but she's worked in hospitality for years. She's from obviously an upper class background. Like, let's face it, you know? Yeah, four months in America. Yeah, every year since she was 10. So Lily ain't coming off the fucking pauper boat. She didn't ride in on a fucking Chinese junk. She probably got off another super yacht to get on and work on this one. So she's well used to dealing with highbrow assholes. And I would imagine yeah. you got to be pretty snappy and quick to deal with them. And little vile coil and his fucking little fucking bitchy drama queen ass is not going to fucking get in her way. Yeah, well, I was delighted and I did not like. He just turns so quickly, doesn't he? Like yeah. he just, like their nastiness like literally oozes out of him. He just turns and becomes this nasty fuck instantly and you're like wow you know but even when he was sitting there talking to Sandy you could see it in his face he was just sitting there going fuck off shut up what's got to do with it and then didn't even formulate a response got up walked away and then hours later came back with some form of a shite apology yeah. yeah, I thought when Sandy was going through him for a shortcut, he was sitting there looking all meek, like like trying to make himself smaller or something. I was like, what? Shut up and take it like a man, you fucking... I, I, I can't stand him. I cannot stand him. And I am hoping that this is the last season and the last time I ever have to see Kyle. On I don't think Sandy ever has him on a boat again. I honestly don't think Sandy ever has him on a boat again. Because, number one, I don't think it matters now. Because what has gone on has gone on. And she knows him from previous seasons. She knows what he's like. And he got a chance this year. And he's fucked that shit up. She was ready to bin him if he did one more thing. Why would you let him on a boat again? And now she's going to watch this now in hindsight and say, 
Well, even if I didn't see anything on the boat, this shit was happening off on shore. And like, that's not somebody who's changed. He's just doing it off the boat. That's all. He's just not a nice person. He's a horrible um, person. That oozes through the TV. Like he is not. I And then judging by his Instagram posts throughout the season, you're like, he has not done any reflecting. He is not doing any reflecting. He has not held a mirror up to his face. And you know, judged himself in any way, shape or form. He, I have no doubt that he is still today as he was a year ago. Oh, 100%. And that whole, oh, blaming it on a we personal stuff in our life. Like, you get on the boat to do a job. Like, you leave all that at the shore and then you get on, you do your job, you come back. Like, I don't even think he has personal shit. I think he's just literally putting out posts Similar to other posts people put out, hoping that he can gain some sympathy, but he's just not. I mean, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, they are all on fire with how vile Kyle is a nasty piece of work. Listen, at the end of the day, this whole sitting there saying, I can't control my emotions. This, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying. Stop fucking trying. You're 31 years of age, man. Stop trying and go and deal with it. Because there's no... You, you don't get to use that excuse. Oh, I'm struggling to... I I kept, I kept need to keep my emotions out of it. No. That you just age. need to sort your shit out at 31. Not at that age. At that age, you 110% are mature enough and should 100% know how to behave and how to control your emotions like I don't care what said a 31 year old man not having any control over his emotions is just not okay if you haven't done it at that point you're never going to do it listen yeah. we don't we don't live in this this day and age where mental health is a stigma anymore if you need help you just go to a therapist and nobody cares yeah, no one's going to judge you. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of faults in the me- in mental health around the world. People criticizing people for going to um, uh, professionals, therapists, counselors, whatever way you want to call them. Uh, nobody says that anymore. You just go and do it and everybody just kind of nods their head and say fair play to you. Uh, all over the English-speaking world, the Western world, I don't know, obviously there are parts where it's still stigmatized, but Kyle ain't living in one of them. And like that, these posts, they're not believable. No. They're not. I feel no. like he's just saying it, just, I don't believe it. I don't believe what he's putting out there. That's because he's the most insincere person you ever, you'll ever come across. He is mm. so insincere. Everything he says is like, you can almost picture him with the two fingers behind his back crossed, going, oh, I don't believe this. You know, yeah. he's just yeah, so full like- of shit. The interviews he did at BravoCon, and then you can see these like comments that he claps back at people that are the absolute opposite to what he's posting when he's looking for sympathy. I'm like, nah, I don't believe you. Yeah, there's no, there's nothing congruent about what he's doing. He's saying no. one thing, but his actions tell a completely different story. And I've always been one to judge a person by their actions, not by what they say, because let's face it, you could say fucking mass. That doesn't mean you're a priest. Yeah, I can't stand him. And I think this week was the first week where I was like, I don't know if I can watch this anymore. 
I don't know if I want to tune in next week. I don't think I can stomach another week of Kyle. And that's the first time I think that's ever happened to me. But I honestly walked away this week when he did that to Jack. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can tune into this again. I just, he's yeah. doing my head in now. Yeah, yeah but- I'm kind of the same. I just want to press fast forward. And I would rather watch 40 minutes of the deck team and Jack. Yeah. The only thing I will say is the trailer for the rest of the season. It kind of looks more to be focused on drama with other people and it kind of seems to be a little bit more fun. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, maybe... Maybe we just won't have to put up with them as much going forward. Yeah, um, things certainly seem to ramp up in this next section of the season. Like, there's not a whole lot left. We probably got what five, six episodes left. Yeah, it's like six episodes. Six episodes left. So we've got six episodes left. You know, there seems to be drama coming. Natalia pokes her head back in. Um, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to yeah, look forward to. It. Where were you getting them descriptions, Maeve? You know how you get the descriptions for the episodes? Oh, my Google Below Deck Med, it comes up. Oh, you can get the names of the episodes. Yeah, but it only does one or two. It doesn't do them all. Yeah. So might you screenshot them and send them to me so I can see whether I want to Yeah. (laughs) Well, Donna Marie, guess what? You're a co-host of a podcast and our main focus is Below Deck. So whether you like it or not, you're fucking ass better be watching Below Deck Man every week for the next six weeks. You can just tell people that I have a hangover and I'm only messing. I like sitting there. Are they going to take a Christmas break? Are they going to take a Christmas break? Uh, yeah, in the States, they usually do. Like they don't show stuff, they take a break. Now, the only thing is Christmas Day is a Sunday. Boxing Day is not a thing in America. Boxing no. Day. Boxing Day is not a thing in Ireland either. It's Stevens' Day. Yeah, I know, but like most of our listeners are not from fucking Ireland. You know, we have listeners here. In, in Carolina, it's U- the day of the Wren. We have a lot of UK festival. and American listeners. That, like, I mean, nobody knows what Stevens' Day is. So, like, we do. All right. Okay. okay. I, to the pub. I hate the term Boxing Day, but I, I'm using it for broadcasting. You know the way you've heard, like, we have Stevens' Day in the UK of Boxing Day. Do the Americans have a day the day after Christmas? Yeah, it's called the 26th of December. It, it's it's <laughs> not. Really. Yeah, it's, it's just the 26th. Really yeah, they don't, they don't have anything. No, we're, it's only us in the UK. I don't know whether other countries do, but most in the UK, mainly. Um, Stevens' Day and Boxing Day like, is a, is the best day because the pubs are open. Although in the UK, the pubs open on Christmas Day. Stevens' Day over here is the best day because that's the day you get your Christmas dinner, but the pubs are open as well. Yeah. 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 So I'm going to ask a question now and embarrass the fucking life area. When was the last time you were in a pub on Stevens' Day? Oh, stop, lads. I was only, <laughs> saying, I was only saying that to Ken the other day. Do you want an abacus? Do you remember? <laughs> When you used to just go on the piss all over Christmas, like them days are gone. I haven't had that day since uh, probably 2007. Was probably because That's I was, 16 years ago, pal. I was pregnant for Christmas of 2008. And then after that, we had kids. 
So yeah, 2007 was probably the last time I was on a session for Christmas. Well, there you go. There you go. But, God, missed them days. Yeah. So getting back to the point, um, they may still show below deck that week. Right. The 26th. That's possible. Now, we're going to be straight with the viewer here. Okay. We are not recording a podcast that week. Yeah, we're we, on holidays. We will be releasing episodes that week, but they will be our review of our Bravo podcast year. Um, we'll probably release two episodes that week, but they will be recorded in advance and we're taking the week off. So you're not going to see yeah, or hear from us for a week. Yeah. yeah, those episodes will be us just basically talking about our highlights of the year regarding below deck our house, winter house they'll probably be us just talking about ourselves and how frazzled we are at that time of year well i'd be fucking frazzled anyway but yeah we'll just waffle on yeah. we might even have a drink as we do it hey there oh it is God, yeah <laughs> I'm not sure the listener is ready to listen to us three drinking. <laughs> That's yeah. a whole different ball game. Yeah. We might have a glass of wine while we're talking. And if that's the case, by the end of the by the end of the, the hour, the listener will have been invited on a group holiday probably somewhere, or we'll have bought tickets to a concert, which is the usual thing when we all start drinking. <laughs> That's not that they're not wrong there. It is usually fucking concert ticket bought or a holiday booked by the end of a session. But yeah. anyway. Back to below deck. Vile Kyle, let's get rid of him. I can't be dealing with him. And let's move on to the other cast. And I because I loved Captain now, I loved all the deck team for how they wanted to keep um Max. Mm -hmm. But I loved how Sandy was like, right, you're learning how to drive the boat because I want to keep this. I'm gonna show you how much we actually do appreciate you. And um, I have like a love hate relationship with Sandy, so she irritates me. But that just made me love her more. I feel like when Max said that to her that he was going to leave, it knocked her sideways. Like she was not expecting that. She so even her reaction that that was coming at all. Yeah, sure. Even her reaction. What? It was like yeah. what? What the hell? I can't afford to lose a deck team member. What? I mean, she wasn't even mic'd up at the time because you no. could tell that she didn't have a no. mic on. But and then she took them for ice cream after that amazing um docking Dock. in Portofino. I swear when they were like docking into Portofino, I could see like the sailboat in the background and I was like, Oh my god, is that Captain Glenn? Well, <laughs> 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 is that part of all I kept looking to see if I could see the name. But uh I loved it. I loved uh I love like seeing other stuff that's not all fucking drama and interior based. Yeah. I love that history. The annoying thing is, and I have to say, like Max has totally grown on me. I take it we're all torn around on Max now at this stage. Now I still think he's not like he's not between his ears. Oh no, like, there's nothing going on in there. Like there's there's not even other than the fucking Eiffel Tower. Yeah, uh, the Eiffel Tower meter isn't even going off in his head. Like that's below deck on Max, and that's it. I think Max lives below he's his deck. He's incredibly funny, and I think he just kind of. He's a free spirit, you know, which I don't think is a bad thing. I'd love to be a free spirit. I'm not, but I wish I was. 
think he's a free spirit because there's a lot of wind whistling around his head. But look, he's a lovable sort of character. So, like, he's fine. Sandy is not pissing me off this season, which is a good thing. I'm able to stomach her this season. And I am slightly disappointed know, that the deck get what team... I am slightly disappointed that the deck team are as good as they are because they're so good, as the point was so ably made to me by Maeve the other night when we were watching the show. Oh, yeah. They're so good they ain't coming back because they're too fucking good. You will not see this whole deck team again. Oh, now, yeah. as you said, we might see Lara back. You, she might, was... you might see Lara because she, like, you know, kissed some guests and maybe Luca comes back. Yeah, and they've kind of edited Haley out of it. Yeah, which tells me Haley's not up to much or is not, definitely not coming back. So, yeah, unfortunately, because the deck team are so good, they're just going to be bye-bye at the end of this season. Yeah. Because that's just not the Bravo way. Spoiler alert. Yeah, no, we have to actually go on and like I must pull up that photograph of season nine and see if we recognise any of them. Oh, did yeah. we do that? Do zoomies. Let's 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 do that for next week. We'll, we'll we'll do that for next week. Yeah, pull it up and see if we know it was we recognise <laughs> yeah, any. Yeah, because of them. we're in a different bit we're in a different spot now. We when the four photo sports release we hadn't seen any of the cast for this season. We had seen yeah, nothing, we, hadn't we knew nothing. We hadn't met Hayley. Yeah. We had met Luca. We know he's not in it. So we need to check it for Lara and Hayley, Max. Yeah. Something something tells me Max is a one-season wonder. Something tells me Max and is staying Lily. for this crew alone. And Lily. I'd but, love if him and Alex and like Chase and Captain Glenn did like a sailboat show. Could you imagine the three of them on or the four, the four of them? I don't know. I think that's just ship. a whole lot of fucking madness. I think that that'd be a whole lot of madness. Or Max in like Winterhouse. And get you in as the fucking. I know. Awesome. He'd make him do too much work. Well, him and Glenn are mates. If anyone was checking out social media during the week, Joao and Captain Glenn and their partners having dinner together. Yeah. All nice and cozy. Do you think then they did like a swap yeah. afterwards or they went home separately? He's probably asking Joel how he feels about walking over and stay about because he can't have Gary anymore. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. So I think that pretty much sums up below deck. Like Kyle was the main drama. Lily's on board and like there's, there's more to come from Lily. So actually one last thing now, like I'm weird with my food, pal. I know you're weird with your food. But what the fuck was with that eggs and the inside outside? Oh, how did I forget about that? Who the fuck? And you also forgot about the one-liner, but we'll come back to that. But listen, I don't know. How can eggs air alter the taste of a fucking egg? No idea. I'm I'm going to say, having eaten eggs in a lot of countries, probably every country I've ever gone to, I've eaten eggs. And I've eaten eggs outdoors. I've never tasted anything different. So I don't know. No, only like the one reliable food that you can take from country to country. Yeah. I mean, eggs you know, we travel a lot and I'd be wary of a lot of other things in different countries when I'm eating, but never an egg. I will always start my day with an omelette, regardless of the country I'm in. Yeah. So now, I find I've eaten a lot of eggs. 
I find sometimes the yolks take dif- taste different. Well, that's to do with the diet of the, yeah. the chickens. That's just to do with the diet of the yeah. chickens. So yeah. that will vary. Yeah. But it's not massively. It's not massively different. Like the same general taste of an egg is there. Yeah, and that's why, Maeve, I usually go for an omelette. Because it's not like an actual egg. Like, it's just yeah. all mixed up to you. Well, it is. Uh, oh, it's several good. actual eggs. Yeah, but you don't have to do the dippy egg mm. thing. Yeah, I'll always go for the omelette when I'm away. And I'll always just go for, like, a basic cheese, ham, maybe a bit of mushroom. That's it. What's but listen, you can't, we can't move on without going to the one-liner. The one-liner from Jack. That guy would find drama in an empty room with a mop bucket. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good one. Yeah. I, had, I, had, I had forgotten about it, to be fair. I had forgotten about it. He absolutely nailed it. He was. He couldn't have said a truer word. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I believe he deserved a mention, so I was not going to let go without mentioning Yeah, and we love Jack. I love Jack. I just think that Jack is like really down to earth. He's incredibly normal. I feel like if you were to sit down with Jack now and talk to him and ask him, would he go back and do another season? He'd be like, would I? Fuck. Yeah. You know, that kind of way. I believe we'll never see him again. <laughs> no, I, I, I actually think Jack was on the wrong boat. I actually think Jack <laughs> would have been better suited to sailing yeah. Yeah. Yes. I yes. think he would have got on 100%. much better with the team on sailing yeah. I think it's a better vibe. I think it suits better with yeah. him. I think it fits better with him. And he vibe. would have had more fun. They're too stuffy on that fucking boat, most of them. Yeah. I do just remind me yeah, of the type of people. I do. Like, I believe he's like the most normal one on it. Um, yeah, he's our favorite. The rest of them just yeah. shag off. Now, before we move on to Winterhouse, I just want to say, listener, stick around at the end of the show because we have a little bit of an offer to give to you. So stick around at the end of the show. Don't go anywhere. And let's move on to Winterhouse. Now, can I just say, is everybody else over the whole Tom and Katie and Katie having the same name as Tom's ex? Because I'm just, I'm bored with it now. I'm bored with the name thing. I'm bored with it, bored with it, bored with it. Yeah, we're all in agreement that we're all bored. We're over it now. Yeah, I am 110% sick of the fucking name thing. And you know what else? I love Tom Swartz. I fucking love him. That guy is a really lovable person you just want to mother him but at the same time i find myself sitting there going jesus christ you're in your 40s grow the fuck up and cop on and then i find myself going back to oh well this was filmed like in the probably the worst week of his life his career anyway he was literally going back to film a reunion that we have all watched months ago now and we, we know all how know it was a shit show it was a yeah. shit show. It was brutal. He was literally going back to be, you know, hung, hung like it's the only word yeah. for it. I, I keep seeing him at the reunion when he pulls the bottle of Xanax out of his bag. 
out of his pocket and started taking them because he was so... So we don't know where he was mentally during it. But I do. I love Tom Swartz. And I do feel that he just needs to be... He just needs a hug. Sometimes I want to hug him. I want to go through to tell you and hug him and tell him everything's going to be all right. <laughs> but yeah, get over it. It's only a name, you know. You just Connor something else. Yeah. And we made this point last week. He wasn't arsed about respecting his ex when he was, you know, shafting other women behind our back. So now why now all of a sudden grow a conscience when you're not with her? Exactly. And I would like to know who opened the door and threw her brow because that for me was for the cameras. Why not just throw it on the floor? Exactly. Why open the door and throw it outside so the camera could pick it up? Yeah, it's that okay. We have our DDs out in here. Um, yeah, for me, we're... for the camera, like, yeah, because yeah. he when they'd walked in, she had said, Oh, I understand you don't want to do this on camera, yeah, but then they threw a bra out for the camera, yeah. To see yeah. The yeah, they don't do that shit on camera, like, everybody hides either under the covers or like, unless you're, um, what was his name, Cyril Cyrus, no, Silas. And Jasmine. Remember in Bertha's Vineyard? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was... a baby now. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how... I wonder who the, who the father is. <laughs> that carry on. That's not nice. He's deployed overseas. Yeah, well, they obviously conceived before he left. Well, or so she's telling him. <laughs> yeah. That's terrible. You're you're horrible. <laughs> oh my God, Silas, the baby was premature. Twelve pounds ten ounces. <laughs> oh, I wonder. Like, I'd say it's not easy being pregnant on your own, and your husband deployed or away working around like I that. Don't you fucking know with that asshole. You're probably better off with him not in the house. I mean, I will say, when I was pregnant with all three of my children, like, I couldn't have done that without Ken. Like, that chap went above and beyond for me. I was one of them. I was like, you know, 11 o'clock at night, I was like, I'd love a bit of ice cream now. And he'd go over to Tesco, to 24-hour Tesco and get it for me. Can I just say uh, that you probably milked every pregnancy you had? I milked every single one of them. And you still give the chap a fucking hard time. And the more it happened, the more I milked it. And I see where my last one, I knew it was going to be my last one. And I really, really revved up the milking. Like there was nothing I wouldn't do or expect him to do for me. And he did it like fair play. Yeah, poor Ken was tired. He had to pull into the sides of the road on the way home for a nap. Yeah. Poor old Ken. Poor now Ken. every time the poor chap gets praises on a podcast he never listens to. Yeah. <laughs> Ken, if you're looking for positive affirmations from your missus, you have to tune into the podcast every week. It's the only this time she I speaks don't... well of you. This is why I don't even feel sorry for the fucker, because I do not forget that he would be lay home from work. And I later found out that he was not lay home from work. In fact, he got off work early. He just decided to pull over and take a fucking nap before he came home to deal with the fucking chaos. You know what? So he probably feel... didn't pull over. He probably went home to Hilda and she took him in. <laughs> Do you know what, mate? 
I would now I have never questioned that. And if I actually found out that was true, that would probably set me off on another one. I'd probably demand a girl's holiday for that. You come in here, son. She's running you ragged down yeah. there. You put your head down there for two hours and I'll make you some tea before you go home. Thanks, ma. <laughs> he, I swear to God, he like gets away with more to his ma. He's like 45 years of age and his ma still comes down here and irons all his walk shorts for him. And yeah. somebody has to do it. Well, in fairness, the last time you were used really? to fucking iron was for the doorstop. So, like, you wouldn't be waiting for it. You'd be a long time the waiting time in your I house. Used, the last time I used an iron was to straighten me fucking hair in the northeast. <laughs> the last time I used an iron. Back before you could afford a GHD. Before the GHD existed, yeah. Or before you could no, afford one. I, I don't tell me that. Straighteners weren't out before I could afford one, really. Which I'll go were. Google it now. Straighteners came out in the 1980s and I'd be like, oh, God. The GHD, the GHD were out and fucking Peter Mark were the only shop, in the, were the only place in the country you could buy them and they were expensive. Yeah, but I'd like to think I had one pretty quickly. No, I don't think you did. Anyway, we're way off the well, point actually, there. Actually, well, since we're way off, did you see Britney and Paris were coming for your title for the people who created the selfie 17 years ago? Oh, I questioned the timeline. I thought, I know somebody taking selfies way before 17 years ago. I'm telling you now, I have been taking selfies on them little fucking wind up one use cameras since I was about 11. No word of a lie. I have them. They're developed. I have them in photographs or photo albums in my memory box. I've like, been taking selfies. Anyone has the audacity to claim that they invented the selfie well, is fucking beyond me. Like it's literally turning a camera on yourself and taking a picture. Like how did they think they were the first ones to come up with that? Like how slow do you have to be to think like that? Do you know what I'd seen, though? I was scrolling on Facebook the other day, and you know the way it gets, like, suggested friends or something like that, and you don't even know the people. And it was somebody was suggested like that. I don't even know this person. never seen them in my life. But their profile picture was a selfie. But they'd, like, the set, the hat, holding the camera down at their waist. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> and all you could just see was their chin and their <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah, some people just shouldn't take selfies. Nobody needs to teach that person how to take a fucking selfie, like, hold the camera up. Or tell them that they've only got a face for radio. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, we're waffling. We're going to lose listeners if we keep talking. Yeah, we absolutely are. Right, let's get back on track here. So, we talked about Tom Schwartz. I think we're we're just done with Tom Schwartz now. Let's, yeah. And he's gone off in a car. Bye. So let's talk about this week's Stage 5 Clinger Award. And that has to go to Danielle. What the fuck, girl? Listen, when we saw the scene of her in the bedroom chatting away to him and like she was mic'd up, I was like, Danielle, I am losing all respect for you. <laughs> You're a bunny boiler. <laughs> She's a crazy bitch. She is a crazy bitch. I'm asking him, do you hate me? I'm like, ask Oh my God. Don't do it, Danielle. Don't do it. And then you see Amanda in the confessional saying how different they are and all. And I'm like, oh, shit. 
Like, I just, I never, like, I knew. I'm trying to think. Is there ever a time we've seen Danielle like this in Summer House? No. Oh, wait, did know her very first time with Carol. 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 Yeah. That when she was a bit. She was a little bit, yeah. When she first came into the house and she was Carl's. Do you remember she was Carl's ex? But, you know. Friends with benefits type. They had had their friends with benefits and Carl was going out with Paige at the time. Yeah. And there was a little few moments and she was coming off a bit fucking stalkerish. But the scary bit for me is she wakes up the next day and remembers everything she said and did and then says it like it's not something like that she has no regret. Like she's like to him the next day, oh yeah, I had a knife and all in my hand at one point. And I'm like, if that was me, I'd be like, I don't remember anything last night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, I remember nothing like. They normally do that. They normally go with the, oh my God, what happened last night? Oh, what was me? I don't remember. Forgive me because I can't remember. And you kind of feel, I feel a little bit sorry for Alex because then he's sitting there and he's talking to Brian and he's talking to Kyle and he's almost telling them that he feels like, you know, retracting himself because he's starting to feel very, very uncomfortable. <laughs> but he knows he's stuck in the situation, so he's trying hard not to almost retreat and go into himself. Hang on, hang on. I don't feel sorry for him. I do. And, and I this do is why, and I have a very good reason for not feeling sorry for him. He's already been through this with her once. When she got all fucking bunny boiler last week or the week before, when he was out, she didn't know whether he was off talking to Jordan and disrespecting her, this, that, and the other. There was a whole to do. And no, then, I do feel sorry for him because I feel like he only went back a second time because he didn't know what to do. Like, in all fairness, if, if she goes full fucking uh, fatal attraction on you, that's when you call it a day and say, look, do you know what? I think there's feelings and stuff happening here. Let's just knock it on the head. I don't think it's appropriate. But it's as Kyle said, if he says that to her or she even said that to him, it's going to cause an uncomfortableness for everybody in the house. fucking uncomfortable already. That lunatic's running around with a knife in her hand. Fucking Chiquita Banana going fucking apeshit with a blade. I just feel, right, if if I, like, because Diane's in her 30s, right? Oh, so yeah. if we went to a, a gaff, right, on a, let's just say, I don't know, we were single or in our tortoise or whatever, and we went on a group holiday or whatever, and whatever was happening was happening. You just treat it like that. A group holiday where, you know, what happens on holiday stays on holiday and yeah. like zero expectations. You just be there having a laugh. So... I don't know. I'm hoping when we get to the reunion, Danielle's like, do you know what? I was a little bit psychotic because I was coming out of a really bad breakup. I was in a fucked up place. And, you know, I'm a little bit more sensible than that. But I don't know. Then you're reminding me that she was a little bit like that with Carl all them years ago. Yeah. So, But even how she got ticket, Amanda, because Amanda said, I'm trying to put myself in your shoes because I'm now married. Yeah. So like and all of a sudden she's being accused of like, I don't know, sticking it up to her or something. Or, yeah. And it is a completely different situation. Like, if Amanda looks across and sees Kyle talking to a girl, she doesn't now automatically assume 
that he's going off with someone because yeah. they've made that she's commitment. Sure. Yeah, she's they, sure. They've known each other for longer than five minutes and they've, yeah. you know, they have a home, they have a business, they have fucking dogs yeah, and yeah. they're fucking married. There is, but it's not even about marriage. There's just like, uh, it, it's the difference between being in a relationship and not being in a relationship. I mean, you guys aren't married, right? But if you, we were out on a night out and you saw Peter stood over in an intimate conversation with one of the girls and his arm wrapped around him, the first half that would come to your head would be, oh God, is she all right? Because you'd think he would be consoling her. You wouldn't think... What's he doing over there now? What's he up there now? You know that kind of way because you're secure. Yeah. You're secure. Like, we, we, we work together now and we had our Christmas party. But from the moment we got to the pub, we didn't see see each other for most of the night and then we'd connect back up and then we just... But at no one stage did I go, what is he doing? Or he went about me, what is she doing? Yeah, I think it's a security thing. I don't think it's a marriage thing because I think there are married couples out there who were, you know... The husband's over talking to someone or the wife's over talking to someone and they're like they're not secure. Yeah, but that's usually because there's a history there. That's usually because, you know, Pala's Pala's gone down this road before. Nobody just thinks like that. Because yeah. relationships don't last if somebody's that paranoid. And you don't get a long time into a relationship with people being crazy paranoid if nothing has ever happened. The only right reason people uh, people accept that level of paranoia is because they've done something and it's warranted and they just suck it up. Well, look, I can't I can't judge that situation because thankfully I've never been in it. But I am judging Danielle on the fact that they've only been in that gap a few days. Yeah, I, mean, like, I mean, get yeah. over yourself, no. love. I've it's had. For us, but it's actually only been a few days. Yeah. For and I'm not being bad, like, but sex is just not that deep. Like, not in no. this day and age. No, no. I don't think it is in this day and age. And no. I think if you're the type of person, like Jordan, Jordan has said it, she said it at the brunch table, she is that type of person where it means something to her. She doesn't so just do yeah, it without does, Yeah, and so she, she doesn't do it. Do it yeah. yeah, if she does do it with someone, you know, she is. She does see it as uh, more than just sex. So if you know you're that type of person, then you don't do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Not you make lightly so you don't do it. I mean, I'd probably be one of them people, whereas if I was going to do that, it would mean something. I'm I'm not. Yeah, I'd, I would have to make a decision. So I don't know. Stop clinging on, Danielle. I mean, like she's turning me over. Yeah. And yeah. even when we were watching and we knew that like Alex and the ski instructor were talking about how she could get with Malia and Danielle just sitting there thinking like Alex wants to get off with her. Of course. But like, and I mean, you're, you're... Poor, some poor, I don't know who that person was that was at the party and she was obviously mad about Alex trying to say goodbye to him. And you could see by Alex, he'd no fucking interest. He's just being polite. Instagram yeah. is the best way to stay in touch with me. He was just being polite. And she stood there with a knife. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, seriously, come on. Like, let's face it, there was more females at the party than there was men. Yeah. So if you want to talk to different people, it was chances are it was going to be a female. And I'm pretty sure, like, I just keep going back to Alex and Danielle in the hot tub. 
when they first kissed and the conversation they had. And he made it clear that he wasn't looking for anything deep. And she told him to go and crack on with Jordan. But you see, that to me shows a level of insecurity right there. Like, I mean, she's getting stuck in, but she doesn't have the confidence in herself to say, well, right, you know, like, okay, we've done this and let's go and fucking, you know, let's go and do whatever. And she thinks, well, I'm going to lose out to Jordan anyway. So I'm going to just say, uh, you know, if you want to go and do that, do it. So it doesn't feel as bad to me. Like, I mean, that's how deep or insecurity runs. Well, then I was feel sorry for her. I would hate to think that. I just don't feel any woman that age should be insecure. No. You know? No, I, think it's look, sad. I think it's sad when you look at the likes of the Kardashians and the age they are and the amount of work they're doing to themselves and it stems from insecurity. So I feel sorry. That's a whole yeah. other subject. We'll talk about that all day. Yeah. But look, um, let's let's look at Danielle's relationship with Robert. Like, I mean, they were together for quite a while. But I feel like that relationship wouldn't have lasted half as long if he wasn't living away most of the time. I wonder how much Alex wishes he had Googled the cast before he went into that house so that he would have known Danielle's relationship story like. And then he could have made a better decision. Yeah, listen, if there's he info, is a rebound. he is 110% a rebound. If there's info out there, you gotta get your paws on it, like the boys in Martha's Vineyard. Yeah, when they knew that fucking crazy ass bitch was coming in, oh, they were fucking ready for her. They had all the deets, they knew exactly what was going on, and it was like, Yeah, I'm not fucking with that shit. Not yeah, they didn't Google her, they were on Reddit and everything, they knew everything yeah. they wanted to know about it. Listen. If you're going to play with field, you have to know what you're going to dig up. And, you know, there's a lot of stones in Danielle's field. You don't want, that's not somewhere you want to be playing at the moment. I mean, you saw the clip for next week where poor Brian was pulling his bits that his mom had sent him out of the box. And she came over and she starts throwing it. And then you see Brian, you know, almost saying it to her. You're venting to the wrong person. This is misplaced anger, basically, he's saying to her. And I'm like, fair fucking play to you, Brian. Yeah. Because yeah. so who is she to disrespect somebody's mother? Yeah. yeah. Who is she to disrespect anybody? Yeah. Like, I mean, you don't disrespect anybody. Yeah. Like, I really, really like Brian. I know you two are not mad on him. Do you know what? But I'm I coming really around like him. to him. I'm not yeah. as hard on him as I was. He just, I think he came in a little bit too hot for my liking. And I think it was probably more to do with the fact that I knew nothing about him. And all of a sudden I seen this fucking little, you know, leprechaun running around I on the screen. Him. And I was like, who is this dude? I just see a gentleman. When I watch him, I just see a gentleman. And I'm like, you know what? I don't think he's and a gentleman. I, I'm a mother of three sons. I'm like, you know, I hope one of my sons is a mama's boy of his age, like praying yeah. one miss. But I, I think he's a bit of a player. I think he's a heartbreaker. Who's he breaking? I think he's a bit of a heartbreaker. I, I, I think while he is a mammy's boy, I, I still think he's a player. I keep saying I'm going to go back and watch Family Karma so I can get to know him a little better. So maybe I will. Maybe I'll do well, that. Yeah, so I, there wasn't much else this week apart from Amanda getting a whack in the nose. I know. She got lover. Like we saw Malia getting our first wear in what, seven months? 
Half a female. Yeah. Fair play to her. You do what you gotta do, girl. My well, women yeah. do better anyway. We saw more of Casey. I mean, listen, we saw more of Casey this episode because she was walking around looking for a jacket for the whole episode. Yeah. In Danielle's knickers, my add. Casey, yes, yes. Like, who the fuck goes away with no underwear? Oh, well, she, didn't she, any, didn't... she didn't have any clean underwear. Jesus, girl, rinse think... them under the... Yeah, you can sit there and say who doesn't go away with underwear. If I'm going on a week's holiday, I bring about 15 pairs of yeah. new pants Brand new pairs, and I always bring double what I need. Yeah. That's because you piss yourself every time you laugh, pal. <laughs> <laughs> no, there you go. Like Donna's weed herself about six times during what we've been recording here. No, <laughs> no is ready to catch you. No, no, I've done that. Like since I went on my first ever holiday, I've, it's just something I do, and I'm not the only person that does it. I know, yeah, I know. I bring enough pairs in case I piss, my, piss myself and shit myself for the entire holiday. I have enough underwear. Yeah, I won 110% and I've been doing that since like I was 18 and, and I went on my fourth girls holiday and I always do it and I'm not the only one to do it. So it's not just me. I'm a mother of three kids. I push three kids out and I piss myself. That's not it. It's I do it because I've always done it. So there but you yeah. go, folks. I am you're going on holiday. Sometimes I do piss myself, so get over it. <laughs> <laughs> when you go on holiday, bring plenty of underwear. When you go to Donna's house, make sure the seats ain't wet before you sit down. <laughs> I don't care. I'm a mother. These things happen. Right. So before we wrap things up, anyone who follows their socials will know that this week, we have released our Pork Pals podcast merchandise. We have some nice bits available for you to buy. And for the next 24 hours only till 12 o'clock or 11.59 on GMT on the 29th or the 30th of November, which is a little bit about 24 hours from when you'll first hear the podcast. We have 25% of all our merchandise. If you use the discount code Port Pals Merch, all one word. So that's Port Pals Merch, all one word, 25% off at checkout. Buy as much as you want, as little as you want. And anything you do buy will go towards helping out the podcast. So there you go. There's an offer you can't refuse. So on that note. Like, follow, share us on Instagram, Twitter and TikTok. And we will see you all next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.